Welcome to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Yes, your hand glow. Express yourself really through me. Encounter us this morning. Every man, every woman, young man, woman, boy, girl, and child, under the sound of my voice. Encounter all. Breathe on us, O oh breath of God. Let the sick be healed. Let the captives be set free. Let the oppressed be delivered. Let, O oh God, the saints be strengthened and established. With eternal glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. You are not even saying as if you mean it. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. God sent me to tell you this morning, you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Just as we are praying this morning, talking about what is happening. All across this nation and all over the nation of the world. It is irrespective of your, where you are living. There is a great storm of darkness that is trying to sweep across the globe. Trying to capture our children. Capture families. For the kingdom of darkness. And today many are engaged and preoccupied with the mundane things rather than the things of the kingdom of God. They see those mundane things as priority for their living. And they can engage invest their time, their talent, their resources in those things rather than the kingdom of God. Why? Because something has gone wrong somewhere. A majority are in church. And many of us in church are living a defeated life. There is no difference between us and those out there because of one most important person, one most important resources Jesus gave us that we that is lacking in our lives. Jesus speaking in John chapter 6, John chapter 6, verse 7, John chapter 16, I beg your pardon. John 16, 7. John 16, 7. It is better for you that I leave. If I don't leave, the friend won't come. But if I go, I will send him to you. Give me a new King James Version. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage. Somebody say to my advantage. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, 
Somebody say the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Jesus know that for you to excel in this life, you need the helper. You need the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. To your advantage. But how many folks in the church are consciously, passionately seeking the help of the Holy Ghost? Jesus know how powerful the Holy Ghost is here on earth. He say, you are in the world. You are not of the world. For you to be able to live in this strange land. Because we are all pilgrims. Yeah. If you are a child of God. You are a pilgrim here. This is not your final home. But unfortunately. So many people. That are in church today. Are living their daily life. As if everything start and end here on earth. That as if here is their final destiny or bus stop. No! Somebody have lied to you. You don't belong to this earth. You are in the world. You are not of the world. That's what he told us in John chapter 17. Now, he knew that we need resources, great resources to conquer this place that occupy till I come. Root thou in the midst of the enemy. Then how can you do that? In your own? Of your intelligence? Of your smartness? No! Because by flesh shall no man prevail. No! Because it is not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, said the Lord. God has sent me to you to tell you that you need the Holy Ghost. You want to live a, a victorious Christian life on earth. You want to excel. You want to make a, a great footprint and the sign of your time. You need the Holy Ghost. The Bible talking about the disciples. They say, men that have turned this world upside down have come in our midst. You cannot impart. You cannot influence. You cannot shine as light. You cannot be that change agent. You cannot soothe in. You cannot bring taste as a salt without the Holy Ghost. This is the reason why many people, many Christians, in, they are in a community. They are in a, a job, a workplace, in an organization. They are in school, but their effect is not felt. Nobody will know they are existing in that place. But it will no longer be so after this message. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. Go with me to Matthew chapter 3. We'll lay the foundation today. Wherever we reach, we'll stop and pick it up next, next time I speak here. 
Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13. Jesus himself knew that he could not do anything on earth without the person of the Holy Ghost. He did not start a work God brought him to do without the Holy Ghost. Now look, look at it. If Jesus, the Son of God, the Word of God, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Son was with God from the beginning. He created all things that was created. Without him, nothing was created that was created, right? The Word of God, Jesus, the Word of God, could not, could not do anything without the Holy Ghost. How do you think that you can live a, Christ, a victorious Christian life without the Holy Ghost? Even God himself, God himself needed the Holy Ghost to put us right. Go with me. Can you give me um, um, let's go to Genesis. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Verse 1 to 3. Look at it. Genesis 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. I told us that the storm of darkness is trying to take over the whole earth. Right? You know that it does not respect your social status. It does not respect your degree. The chains of degree you have. How many PhDs you have. It does not respect your political status and how much you have in the bank. No, it doesn't. That's why you see what, what will make a well-known person a billionaire to take his own life. The storm of darkness have no regard or respect for anyone. For the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is the only thing he knows. Go look at God here. He created in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. And we know that every good and perfect gift comes from God, right? In God... There is no darkness. Right? In God, there is no evil. But where come this verse to? The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. How manage? Just as we walk on this earth journey. Sometimes we hit the portals of life. That's not the end of the journey. We suffer hiccups. That's not the end of the journey. It happens to God. But he took his place. He said, rule down in the midst of the enemy. 
occupy till I come. You cannot rule in the midst of the enemy. You cannot occupy without the Holy Ghost. Hear me, I hear me clearly. You cannot live a victorious Christian life without the Holy Ghost. You cannot enjoy all Jesus died for you, paid for you without the Holy Ghost. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The Holy Ghost took over. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And God said, and God said, let there be light. And what? There was light. God, the Messiah, engaged the Holy Ghost. I hear what I'm saying. Fast forward to Jesus, Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13. Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. God the Father engaged the Holy Ghost, needed the Holy Ghost to deal with the issues. I hear what I'm saying. Jesus, following the example of the Father, he came here for a major assignment. He knew he cannot fulfill this assignment on his own. So he needed the Holy Ghost. I look at John, Jesus talking to us in Matthew chapter 3 from verse 13. We will read to verse uh, 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized. To be baptized by John. Verse 4, 14. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And are you coming to me? Because Jesus, like I always tell us here, that he did not just come to die for us. He came to show us how to live the kingdom life here on earth. I hear what I'm saying. Good example. He followed everything according to the book. No cutting of corners. Then verse 15. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill our righteousness. Somebody say fulfill our righteousness. He came. He did not cut corners. He followed the book to the, to the letter. Verse 16. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold the heavens were open to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him the new living translation says in that 16 and settling on him you know what I'm saying the Holy Ghost came on him and settled on him 17. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I were pleased. He needed the Holy Ghost because he knew what he came to do is not by power nor by might, but by my spirit. 
For by strength shall no man prevail. If God needed the Holy Ghost to put the mess the enemy created in order, if Jesus needed the Holy Ghost to fulfill his ministry as a savior of mankind, how dare you think you don't need the Holy Ghost to live a fruitful, successful Christian life? Look at, check your Christian life. Check your prayer life. How many years have you been in church? They are still begging you to come and pray. They are still begging you to come to church. Begging you to read your Bible. Because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The word that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are what? Life. Oh, no wonder. Look at the life you are living. They are still begging you to be faithful to God. Using the resources God has put in your hands for his kingdom. But you can use it for any other thing. Apart from the kingdom of God. You need the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. Because with the Holy Ghost, you will have a personal helper that will help you. You have a personal guide that will guide you. You have a personal teacher that will teach you. You have a personal advocate that will what? Plead for you. You have a personal intercessor that prays for you and teach you how to pray. Luke chapter 4 verse 14. Luke chapter 4 verse 14. After Jesus have left the scene of baptism. With the Holy Ghost now. Taking residence on the inside of him. Settling him. The Bible says in chapter 4, he was led of the spirit to the wilderness. He prepared himself. Now verse 14 of that chapter 4. After he has conquered in the wilderness, the Bible said then Jesus returned in the power of the spirit to Galilee. You know what I'm saying? He returned in the power of the spirit to Galilee. And he and news of him went out through all the surrounding region. Do you see that? Jesus needed the Holy Ghost to succeed in his assignment here on earth. If you read Matthew chapter 25, when he went to Gethsemane to pray before he went to the cross, the Bible says he prayed. And the sweat was like blood, right? Without the Holy Ghost, how do you think he was able to do what he did? He could not pay the price, the ultimate price for sin, without the Holy Spirit. He could not be the Savior. He could not be the Redeemer. He could not conquer sin, death, hell, and grave without the Holy Ghost. 
The Bible says, Jesus, having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them, openly triumphing over them in it. He did all through the help of the Holy Ghost. I hear him saying, somebody said, I need the Holy Ghost. That is why he told us, can you go back with me to that John chapter 16, verse 7. That John chapter 16, verse 7. John 16, 7. Nevertheless, before he made that statement, look at it, verse 5. Back up to 5. He's not talking to them, kind of trying to give them a handover note. You understand what I'm saying? Like the protege that has been with the master for years, right? And the master is about to, to get out of the scene and for the protege to take over. Now he's not trying to let the protege know this is what helped me. This is the secret of my success. You want to achieve how much I have achieved. You want to go further as I've gone and even beyond. This is a secret. You can't live a Christian life, a victorious Christian life on earth without the Holy Ghost. You cannot know the word of God. You cannot read the Bible and get the revelation, the truth of God's word without the Holy Ghost. He said, but now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? Verse 6. But because I have said these things, to you, sorrow has filled your heart. They are human beings. You understand what I'm saying? They are now operating in the natural, on the physical realm. Not seen beyond the immediate. But he who knows tomorrow, the God that lives in tomorrow, Kayabaha Zode, he lives in your tomorrow. He knows everything about your tomorrow. But today, you are just limited with today, with now. But it is unknown to you that he who lives in your tomorrow, that holds your tomorrow in his hand, have already made a way. Like as I was saying before, this is our year of exceeding great reward. But the last Sunday of May 2023, the fifth month, I thought they told us it's our year sitting great reward. But all that I'm seeing, is this a reward? Every day of 2023 have been taken care of. He daily loads us with benefits. Daily. So they were saying the immediate. And they were confused. They were, they were full of sorrow. Ah, Jesus, every time, they remember, when we lack bread, he multiplied the bread and the fish. When we were in the storm, when the storm came, he silenced the wind and the storm. He, how are we going to survive? Now, in that drop, 
the Rima call. Verse 7. Nevertheless, even though right now, you're not seeing beyond now. If I don't, he said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You cannot know the truth without the Holy Ghost. In the day of AI, in the day of falsehood, in the day of deceit and lie, how will you know the real thing? The other day, they were showing on the te television, the news, an explosion, a purported explosion in our military headquarters uh, in, 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 in Washington, what they call it, defense building in Pentagon. All over the place, all the Twitter. In, I mean, virtually everybody was showing this in the Twitter. Pentagon said, no, there is no explosion. It was generated by AI. In the day of this falsehood and deceit, how will you know the truth? How will you know the real thing? Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, I need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to know what to do in every circumstance, in every situation, in every issue of life. You need the Holy Ghost to know which direction to follow. Because as many that are led by the Holy Ghost, they are the sons of God. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage. Somebody's advantage. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. The helper. The helper is somebody that helps you to do what you cannot do. Right? To show you what you don't know. To lead you to where you have not been before. Right? And many, many other things. That's why they call helper. Somebody says, I need the helper. Somebody says, I need the Holy Ghost. When you have a helper, you will not be confused. You will not be deceived. You will not miss road. Because he has been the route before. And he knows everything. He sees everything. He understands everything. And he controls everything. And everything and every creature are subject to him. You need the Holy Ghost. And now, when he's about to leave, he says, give me Luke chapter 24 verse 49. Luke 24 49. He told them. Remember we read in Matthew chapter 3. Before he started his, you know, 
He fulfilled all righteousness, right? He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, he said, Behold, I sent the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry. To tarry means to wait. Many Christians are impatient. The Bible told us, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will run and not faint. They will walk and not be weary. So many people, the drive-through syndrome is on many drive-through. There is a place of waiting. There is a place of patience. The Bible said, men who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Men who through what? Faith and patience inherit the promise. It's a party in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Until you are filled and empowered with the power from on high. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. He says, I send the promise of my father. In Joel chapter 2, he said, on the last day, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Dearly beloved, Jesus was communicating to us the secret how he made it. He did not live like God. Are you hearing me? The Bible says he stripped himself of all. You understand me? And he became a servant, an ordinary man. You understand what I'm saying? He lived on earth as man. But he totally depended on the Holy Spirit. He knows we are here. So he tells us how he made it. Because he, had he lived as God, exercising all the authority he had with the Father, the devil would challenge him, God. You understand what I'm saying? Because man fell. Man sinned. And man have to pay the price for sin. The soul that sinned must what? Die. It did not die as God. It died as man. Because God does not have flesh and blood. How do you mean? Because flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom. So he came down and became man. Lived as man. And he was obedient. Paid all the price. The Bible says he was tempted in all. Yet without sin. That's how he conquered. Every temptation that Adam went through. He was tempted with all. He did not fall. Had it been he fell once. 
He wouldn't have successfully redeemed you and I. You see, because we don't understand and know the sacrifice that Jesus paid for us, we trivialize our Christianity. We are not sold out. Yes, grace is free. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Grace is free, but it costs Jesus his life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Grace is free, but it costs Jesus his life. Blood was involved. Those that say that misinterpret grace for the grace of God, for you to live anyhow. Excuse me? If you understand the cost of grace, you will be grateful to God, you will be committed to God, you will be faithful to Him, you will be loyal to Him, you will love God the more, and you will give God your all in appreciation of the sacrifice on your behalf. Are you hear what I'm saying? Because he took your place, he took my place. And the Bible said, he became sin. Second Corinthians 5, verse 21. He who knew no sin was made sin for me to become for me to become, for you to become the righteousness of God. The way he, he became sin, because if he didn't become sin, you wouldn't have become righteous. So, there was an exchange. Whatever you enjoy is free to you, but it costs Jesus. When you understand this truth, he told us in John, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. When you understand this truth, you will be grateful to him. A songwriter wrote, I owed a debt I couldn't pay. I needed someone. And that someone was Jesus. Somebody said, then came Jesus. I always tell us that Gethsemane was where our salvation was sealed. The Bible says he prayed and the sweat was like blood. I said, Father, if need be, let this cup pass over. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. The nevertheless in that Sin is as powerful as the nevertheless in John chapter 7. I hear what I'm saying. Dearly beloved, we're going to pick it up from here next Sunday. Somebody said, I need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to enjoy everything Jesus paid for you. You need the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is the one that will let you know he has paid for it. You don't need to suffer it. 
It will open your eyes to what has been paid for. I hear what I'm saying. He will open your eyes to your true identity. The problem we are having in the church today is that many children of God that go to church, they don't know who they are and whose they are. Paul was bound in chain on his way to Rome with soldiers guiding him on the ship. He was chained but he still knew who he was. They didn't listen to him. After many days no light no food, nothing. That there was every storm. You see, you should have listened to me and not left from Crete. But never, no, don't worry, because last night, the God whose I am, or whom I serve, said to me, Paul, you will be in Rome. And I've given the life of everyone here to you. None, no hell will fall from their head. The ship will be lost. But no life will be lost. He was bound with chain. But he didn't forget who he is and who he was. Do you know who you are? You that say you're a Christian. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Your identity is what defines you. Not your qualification. Not how much you have in the bank. Not your real estate. The volume of your financial instrument. And portfolio. Your financial portfolio. Or portfolio, your real estate portfolio. Is pastor saying those things are bad? No. Because when you know who you are. And whose you are. You will know the purpose for those things. And rightly apply them. You will own those things. Those things will not own you. Talk to God. Are you blessed this morning? Talk to him. Ask the Holy Spirit. Tell him I need you Holy Ghost. Help me. Fill me up. Help me to live this life. Christian life. Help me to live this life. Open me up to understand. Fill me up. The Lord, the Bible said Jesus was filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit. We'll pick it up next Sunday. Dearly beloved, you under the sound of my voice, you have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior. You cannot receive the Holy Spirit. You cannot enjoy the Holy Spirit without first receiving Jesus. I want to pray with you. Jesus, as you heard me say, died for you. He paid for your sins. He went to hell so that you we will not go to hell. I want to pray with you. To receive him as your Lord and Savior. I want you to say this prayer with me. With all your heart. Lord Jesus. 
Thank you for loving me by dying for me on the cross. You went to hell for me. Right now, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Your blood shed erased my sins and you set me free. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. From this day forward, I will live for you. Fill me with the Holy Spirit to live this kingdom life here on earth. Thank you for saving me and setting me free and filling me with the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. If you pray this prayer with all your heart, welcome to the greatest family on earth. You are now a child of God. Yes, if you want to clap, you clap. You are now a child of God. They want you to go to your smartphone and your tablet. Go to your app stores and download the Bible. The Bible is free. The Bible is God's roadmap to your destiny. The Bible um, reveals to you who you are, your true identity, and what belongs to you. Let's take you further. Go to any Bible-believing church. The Bible says, as a newborn babe, desire the sincere make of the word that you may grow thereby. Your growth spiritually is tied to your relationship with your Bible by the Holy Ghost. So go to a Bible-believing church where you will be taught for you to grow. And if you are here in Atlanta, Georgia, United States, I make bold to invite you to trim God's embassy's manner. We are at 1611-1611 Roswell Street Manor, zip code 30080. We meet Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to, to seeing you. Remember, you need the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.